Welcome into Locked On Phillies. In today's episode, the Philadelphia Phillies finally seem to be getting hot. They've won their last two against the Detroit Tigers. They've won four in a row going back to their series with the Washington Nationals. And now you have an opportunity to really start making up some ground in the division and in the National League wildcard. Plus, we got an interesting situation weather-wise going on in Philadelphia right now. We'll break it all down on today's Locked On Phillies. You are Locked On Phillies, your daily Philadelphia Phillies podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yes, this is Locked On Phillies. I'm Connor Thomas, your host. You've been hearing me talk Phillies baseball for years on 97.5 The Fanatic on the radio, NBC Sports Philadelphia on the television, uh, credentialed Philadelphia Phillies media member. Happy to be here with you as your host of Locked On Phillies, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Make sure you're rating and reviewing wherever you consume your podcasts. If you haven't yet checked us out on YouTube, check us out and subscribe uh, on the YouTube. It really helps us out. It's a fun way to consume Locked On Phillies, the best way in my opinion. So go ahead and take care of that. Today's episode is brought to you by GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONMLB for $20 off your first purchase. Last-minute ticket, last tickets, I should say. Lowest price guaranteed. Now, you'll have to bear with me a little bit today. My voice is a little bit shoddy. So, didn't get an episode out yesterday because of the situation that we have going on in Philadelphia right now. I can't smell. and My sinuses naturally are terrible, and we've got some horrible air quality right now in Philadelphia. I'm not sure if you're listening from the Philadelphia area or watching from the Philadelphia area, you already know the wildfires going on in um, Eastern Canada uh, that are blowing this smoke down here. Like you can't even see the sky anymore. Uh, It's unbelievable. It looks like it's super cloudy all the time when it's supposed to be sunny out. Uh, You can't see the sun. It's ridiculous. The air quality out here and it really is killing me. It's super hard to breathe, super hard to talk. So just bear with me if I'm like sounding like I'm choked up a little bit all this episode. That's the reason why. More on that a little bit later on uh, in the show. But let's jump into what the Philadelphia Phillies have been doing on the baseball diamond as of late. I mean, we knew what they did against the series uh, in the series in Washington uh, against the Nationals, and now the Philadelphia Phillies have taken the first two from the Detroit Tigers. So uh, let's go ahead and jump into that. They have a chance to take a third tonight. That game is at 6.05 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can hear a first pitch and every pitch of the Phillies Hometown Radio broadcast on the SiriusXM app when they take on the Tigers tonight at 6.05 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Just go to the SXM app and search Phillies, and you'll be able to pull everything else up there. Uh, we'll preview that game a little bit later. But how the Phillies got to the point where they could look at a sweep is, uh, well, on Monday they won 8-3. to three. They had a great blowout win. And they had a great opportunity to run up the score on the Tigers. Uh, Aaron Nola was absolutely incredible for the Philadelphia Phillies on the mound. Uh, He took care of business uh, in this one, and he gave the Philadelphia Phillies a real opportunity to go to work. He went seven innings, one hit, none earned, three walks, 12 strikeouts. He had a no-hitter through six. Uh, He had a real opportunity to take that the whole way. And unfortunately, the only hit he gave up was a three-run home run to Nick Maton. Actually made it a pretty close game. Made it five to three at that point, but what a game for Trey Turner as well. Uh, Trey Turner homered twice. Uh, he had uh, let's see what his final stat line was exactly. It was four for five, uh, three runs scored, two home runs, three RBIs. He's up to two forty three. Uh, I mean, Kyle Schwarber was over two, but he got on base. 
uh, a couple times via the walk. I mean, Kyle Schwarber's getting hot. Listen to some of these numbers in the lineup. Nick Castellanos, two for four. Bryce Harper, two for five. Trey Turner, four for five. Jay Trimuto, uh, one for four. Uh, I, he had an RBI double uh, late on in this one. Um, Edmundo Sosa, one for four. Dalton Guthrie, one for three. I mean, a lot of hits. And then the bullpen was good. Uh, Sir Anthony Dominguez came in, only allowed one hit. Got out of an inning without allowing an earned run. Uh, Andrew Vasquez was able to get out of the game without allowing an earned run. No earned runs in this game because of an error by Edmundo Sosa. Uh, in the seventh inning uh, that saw Nick Maton hit that home run. So that was an unearned run. And the Phillies went 8-3, to three, and the offense is finally looking good. The biggest thing, Aaron Nola, his best start of the year, almost threw a no-hitter. I mean, uh, as close to almost as you can get when it's only seven innings worth of work. But he was dominant. Uh, everyone thought he had a real shot to throw the no-hitter or combine because his pitch count was up. And uh, Trey Turner breaking through, hitting those two home runs is huge. Like, absolutely incredible. Uh, he's finally coming out of it as Kyle Schwarber starts to get hot in June as the Phillies start to hit. Uh, Nick Castellanos is staying hot. I mean, everything's coming together for this team at the right time right now against the Detroit Tigers. But they're starting to figure it out, and this is the right time to do it because they need to make up ground in the NL East, in the National League in general, with the wild card, just everything. The standings in general, the Phillies need to be better. Yesterday, they had an opportunity to follow up on that, and it wasn't as good of an offensive performance. Phillies only scored one run, and it was on their first batter of the game. Kyle Schwarber hit a leadoff home run in the bottom of the first uh, to make it one to nothing. Philadelphia Phillies, and that would be all that they needed. Taiwan Walker went seven innings of two-hit ball, none earned. He walked three. He struck out eight. But it was another situation where it was like, wow, are they going to have these type of starts back-to-back? And they did. Then Sir Anthony Dominguez went one inning pitch, only one hit given up. Craig Kimbrell. Uh, went a perfect ninth inning with three strikeouts for the save, the one nothing save, and the Phillies won. It was a bad offensive day. Schwarber was one for three. Uh, Stott was one for three. Cody Clemens was one for three. And those are the only three hits of the day for the Philadelphia Phillies. But it was kind of a weird day weather-wise, right? Because of all of this smoke that's in the air, the air super heavy. So there are a couple balls hit for both sides. The Tigers also only had three hits. Um, they had one error in the contest. But uh, both sides had balls that probably should have gone out that just didn't carry because of this heavy layer. You know, think about the um, – you remember in San Diego, they've talked about this many times on the Phillies broadcast when they play out in San Diego. There's like that weird marine layer that comes in at a certain time of the evening uh, that makes the air super heavy. It makes the ball like it doesn't fly as well. That's kind of what the effect this smoke is having here in Philadelphia uh, on the Philadelphia Phillies and uh, Detroit Tigers series, where last night the ball just wasn't carrying. It takes a whole lot of man to hit it out in those conditions, and Kyle Schwarber got that done. No problem. But it was nice to see him start, and it was kind of you know, poetic justice because a lot of people are talking about, oh, who should bat leadoff? Should it be Kyle Schwarber continually? He's not a leadoff hitter. He's batting like 170-something. 173 right now is what he's hitting. Uh, does a guy who's batting 173 deserve to be leadoff hitter over Trey Turner and Bryson Stott, especially if Trey's going to get hot? Should Castellanos? Like, who should lead off uh, with this team right now? The Phillies just win when Kyle Schwarber's their leadoff hitter. They just do. I don't know how to explain it. it makes no baseball sense. He's not a prototypical leadoff hitter. Uh, I, don't, I don't know what to tell you, but games like last night show you why. He gets the game started. He gets a home run. It's all the difference you need. And then uh, Taiwan Walker goes to work. Now, Taiwan Walker's start was absolutely incredible, uh, Incredible, by the way. He was the player of the game last night for the Philadelphia Phillies. Easy. 
he dominated a Detroit Tigers lineup that isn't all that good. But you needed to see that from him. And now uh, you got multiple good uh, good starts in a row. You got Suarez, Nola, Walker, back to back to back, saying, "Okay, we're putting together good outings out there. We're going to win games." I know it's Washington. I know it's Detroit. They're not exactly the world beaters of Major League Baseball, but it's great to see these teams, uh, these teams, these pitchers put together starts like this for the Philadelphia Phillies, uh, even though it's against lower level competition. So that's all great news. And the Phillies can go for the sweep tonight. Again, they'll go for the sweep tonight. Uh, the game time, uh, of course, for tonight's contest, 6.05 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Not a day game, but a little bit earlier than your typical night game in Philadelphia. Phillies take on the Tigers. You can hear every pitch of the Phillies' hometown radio broadcast on the Series XM app. Just go to the SXM app and search Phillies, and you'll be able to pull everything up there to listen to the hometown radio broadcast of that game. We're going to preview that game coming up a little bit, and I'm going to tell you why a loss tonight would be unacceptable. So uh, we'll discuss that and also why a loss tonight may not be an option. And that's not, from my opinion, that might be just legitimately how Major League Baseball handles this game. We'll discuss all that coming up as we continue today's episode of Locked on Phillies. First, though, let me tell you about my friends over at Game Time. Uh, Game Time is the best way to go ahead and get tickets to your events. I mean, there's situations sometimes, like maybe tonight. I don't know. Maybe there's a question about whether or not the game will be played. A lot of smoke in the air. You don't know if Major League Baseball, what they're going to do with it. Well, you don't have to plan months in advance, days in advance, hours in advance, any of that. Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event, right up to the time of the event. You can get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and more. The Game Time guarantee means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, Game Time will credit you 110% of the difference, and you get images of your seat before you buy so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. You buy tickets in a matter of seconds. Two taps in your set, and they go right to your email. Or Sorry, right to your email. Right to your phone, so you don't have to go through your email. Isn't that so annoying, searching for the email through the junk mail and everything like that? You hate that. I mean, buying tickets to your favorite events, it should never be stressful. All right? The stressful part should be, the one nothing game, hoping the Phillies don't blow it, not the purchasing of the tickets. And game time is the fast and easy way for you to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater near you. And they got killer deals on last-minute tickets, the best price guarantee, all that good stuff. So if you're thinking, oh, I don't know if the game's happening tonight, we'll go ahead and hop on game time. you probably find a great deal on tickets and everything like that. Guess what? It's even better. You can snag the tickets without the stress with game time. If you download the game time app and create an account and use code LOCKEDONMLB, you'll get $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code Locked on MLB for $20 off. Download game time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. All right, the Phillies, Tigers, game three, a chance for a sweep going on right now. We're going to preview the game, and then we're going to talk a little bit about the weather situation going on and get a little bit deeper. I'll tell you the latest of what I'm hearing. And uh, the Phillies take on the Tigers, 6.05 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can go to the SiriusXM app and search Phillies. Uh, and you can listen to every pitch of the Phillies hometown radio broadcast there on the SXM app. So go ahead and search Phillies there, and you'll be able to listen to that from our friends over at Sirius Radio. Uh, tonight, the pitching matchup, I mean, you just look at this and you say, okay, Zach Wheeler's on the mound, and he's facing off against Reese Olsen. Reese Olsen, career, has five innings pitched at the major league level. Uh, he's 0-1 with a 3-6 ERA. I mean, that's not bad. Six Ks, a .6 whip. So he was good uh, in his uh, one start so far this year for the Tigers, or one start in his career for Major League Baseball. But it's his second career start. Zach Wheeler is a perennial uh, Cy Young-type quality pitcher when he's going at his best. 
He's got a four and four record this year with a four three three ERA. Uh, he's struck out 79 through 68 and two thirds innings. He's going to feast on this Detroit Tigers lineup. Like that pitching matchup is a huge advantage in favor of the Philadelphia Phillies. That's why ESPN analytics has the Phillies at a 68.7% chance to win tonight. The Tigers only a 31.3% chance. I mean, uh, the Tigers, I just want to go through it for the series because they've gotten absolutely dominated by Philadelphia Phillies pitching. Uh, they had three hits last night. And in the opening game of the series, they had three hits as well. They have six hits total in this series against the Philadelphia Phillies. Uh, that sounds like what the Phillies did against the Mets back when the Phillies played at City Field up there and got absolutely smoked. So if you only have six hits total, it's against Nola and Walker, who had great starts but haven't been having great years and are not as good as Zach Wheeler when they're all at their best. Zach Wheeler is the best pitcher on this roster. It's a great opportunity for Zach Wheeler to build some momentum. Go ahead and get a win. Now, the troubling thing is remembering what Wheeler did in his last start. You remember he had a start down in Washington when the Phillies really could have used a win in game one of that series with the Nationals. Uh, and he ended up with his final scoreline uh, looking not like Zach Wheeler normally has it look. He went three and two-thirds innings. He gave up eight hits, seven runs, seven earned, one walk, three Ks, a home run given up, and 90 pitches in under four innings. I mean, that's not great. And the Phillies ended up losing that game eight to seven. They mounted a comeback, but it wasn't quite enough, uh, despite a good push in the middle innings there. And that was the last time the Phillies lost. So can Zach Wheeler make it a full five games in a row that the Philadelphia Phillies have won, make it through the rotation, and make up for his loss in Washington? I mean, I absolutely believe he can do that. And uh, we'll go ahead and see if, I mean, if he can actually come through. I'm not going to guarantee any more wins because I always get in trouble when I do that because I always lose. I'm not saying that. I just think that Zach Wheeler is a great matchup against this Detroit Tigers lineup. And you got a real opportunity to go out and win one. As far as guys in the offensive side of the lineup that you want to see uh, bust out tonight, Trey Turner's had a multi-home run performance. Drew Ellis has had a multi-home run performance. Kyle Schwarber has had a multi-home run performance over the last uh, couple of games. Kyle Schwarber's had three in the last three games for the Philadelphia Phillies. I mean, June Schwarber's here. It's absolutely awesome to see. The guy's a monster. So that's great to see. But who needs to break out? Uh, well, you got a righty on the mound. I would really love to see Bryce Harper get into it a little bit. He's been kind of cool and off lately. And there was a video that caught him in the dugout last night after getting out in the first inning against the Tigers of slamming some stuff in the dugout and being super upset. He seems to be frustrated. I don't know what it specifically was, but he could really use, could really use him busting out. And Bryce Lestat hasn't had one of those games where he's really carried the Philadelphia Phillies recently. So uh, interested to see how that all plays out. Um, now, the weather situation. we got a very interesting situation going on in Philadelphia. Like, even now, I'm looking out my window here, and it's hard to see the tops of buildings because of the amount of smoke and everything and the lack of air quality. They dealt with a situation like that in New York in their game, uh, the Yankees game with the White Sox last night. Now, they played um, the Phillies and Iron. The Phillies had their Iron Pigs, uh, the AAA team, uh, out there in Lehigh Valley. Uh, just went to one of their games about a month ago. Their game was canceled last night or postponed rather because of the smoke in the air. So there's some minor league baseball precedent and both the Tigers and the Phillies have a day off tomorrow. So what I'm hearing is major league baseball is monitoring the situation closely here in Philadelphia with the air quality to see whether or not it's safe enough to play the game. 
or whether or not they should just push it until tomorrow to go ahead and get this baseball game in. Uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Listen, that's a call for them. What I do know is it's super hard to breathe outside for me. Uh, it's kind of hard to see. I don't know how hard it would be to see the baseball with the lights and everything like that, but it doesn't seem to be the most ideal playing conditions at all. Uh, it seems to be rather dangerous air quality, and I can't imagine going out and running around or pitching in this, uh, doing strenuous activity. Uh, I don't know. There's a real chance this game could get postponed tonight because of the air quality to tomorrow, and there have been talks about maybe it even getting worse over the weekend, so who knows what's going on with that. It's a really weird situation. It's kind of a scary situation when it comes to your day-to-day life, when you consider like uh, that the air quality is just so bad you almost can't go outside if you're a person like me who has sinus issues and stuff like that. And That's kind of what Major League Baseball is looking at. Like I've got to go over to Jersey later uh, to help my mom take the cover off our pool. I'm dreading that to even just walk outside and unstrap a couple things. And I'm doing that with like four of my buddies and my brother. So I can't imagine playing a major league baseball game right now, like in the condition I'm in. And I wouldn't want the players to have their health put at risk and have someone go out and all of a sudden they're having breathing issues and uh, bothers their lungs for the next couple of days. It's a weird situation. And I trust major league baseball to make the right call. As of right now, the game's still scheduled to go on, but uh, keep an eye peeled on that because there's a real chance that this game may not get played tonight due to the air quality and it's affecting the whole Northeast corridor and it's uh, just a really uh, bad situation. Uh, so keep an eye on that. That would be South Philadelphia Phillies, wouldn't it be? You go out and you get momentum. You have an opportunity against the Tigers to sweep them. Zach Wheeler's ready to go. And then you lose all momentum because some Canadian wildfire smoke is making it impossible to play due to air quality. Like, what type of mad libs Philadelphia Phillies bad luck would that be? But again, right now, the game's scheduled to be played. They played through a similar situation in New York yesterday in a game between the Yankees and the White Sox. So we'll see what the league wants to do. But a situation that's uh, monitored, being monitored right now uh, by uh, Major League Baseball and everyone associated with the Philadelphia Phillies and Detroit Tigers. Uh, so we'll just have to go ahead and see how that goes and how this plays out uh, for tonight's game. But I'm crossing my fingers and toes that they're playing. And uh, I'll keep you updated via Twitter uh, on my account at Connor Thomas 975 or at uh, Locked on Phillies at LO underscore Phillies and be able to go through the information there. So I'll retweet some news uh, as soon as we, uh, we get it. And we'll keep you updated on tonight's game. Now coming up, I want to wrap up with just a little bit of insight from uh, a baseball Hall of Famer that I had the opportunity to talk to. Uh, earlier on in this week. I was going to do this in yesterday's episode, but of course wasn't feeling great due to uh, the uh, itchy throat and sore throat and everything, not being able to breathe all that well. But uh, got a chance to talk to a Baseball Hall of Fame writer, and he had some interesting things to say about the Philadelphia Phillies. We'll discuss as we wrap up Locked on Phillies. First, though, I want to tell you about my friends over at BetterHelp. Okay, BetterHelp's absolutely awesome. Uh, And... It's important to know this, right? We're talking so much, especially in today's episode, about the air quality and how it affects your lungs and how it affects your breathing and all this stuff. I mean, physical ailments are so evident, but mental ailments are super important as well, and we don't always take care of them the same way we take care of our bodies. It's so easy to get caught up in what everyone else needs from you, and you never take a moment to think about what you need from yourself. Like, you might be busy with work. You might be stressed out about the Phillies. I know that's light stuff. 
You might be having, I don't know, money issues, personal issues, family issues, all this stuff, anxiety, sleeping problems. Like there's so many things that we attribute to, oh, I'm just tired. Oh, this, that, and the other thing. Oh, I'll get over it. And we don't give ourselves the proper mental health um, taking care of, I guess is a way to put it, that we need. But when we spend all of our time giving, it can leave us feeling stretched thin and burned out. Therapy can give you tools to find more balance in your life so you can keep supporting others without leaving yourself behind. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. So find more balance with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash LockedOnMLB today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash LockedOnMLB. Okay, so Tim Kirchin, uh, Baseball Hall of Fame writer, was by our he came by our radio station 97.5 the fanatic earlier in the week i think it was monday yeah it was monday he came by monday uh to go ahead and uh, check in with us and he was in town because his brother is unfortunately suffering from als and the phillies were having an als awareness night uh so he was in town for that his son works at the radio station down the hall from us does country music uh, tim's son jeff uh and tim was nice enough to take some time away from visiting his son jeff while he was in town to Stop by the station, talk to him. He said he loved the shirt, by the way. And if you're watching on YouTube, the victory shirt is back on the Phillies Hawaiian shirt. I've worn this four days in a row now. I'll continue to wear it days following Philadelphia Phillies wins. And uh, hopefully we'll have another one uh, tomorrow. But uh, Tim had some interesting things to say when it came to the Philadelphia Phillies. A lot of his interview was about uh, dealing with uh, a family member going through the trials and tribulations of ALS, which is something we should all be aware of. And if you haven't gotten a chance to look into what the Phillies are doing for that and the cause in general, please do it. It's something that affects a lot of people and is a super difficult thing to go through, but uh, keeping it to the Philadelphia Phillies, uh, Tim Kirkton was mainly asked about uh, three people, Trey Turner, Kyle Schwerber, Rob Thompson. Now starting off with Rob Thompson, the most simple explanation of anything I think he gave was Rob Thompson's the same guy this year as he was last year. He hasn't changed anything. He's not any different. He hasn't changed his approach. He's the same guy that's just this uh, player's guy, normal, doesn't want the spotlight. Told a story about meeting Rob Thompson on the backfields, like the way backfields down in spring training where no one was around, uh, doing some individual work with players. I mean, he doesn't have any doubts on Rob Thompson or his ability to manage and thinks he's the same guy. It's just been a weird start to the year. So, Kirchin wasn't worried about uh, Rob Thompson whatsoever. When asked about Trey Turner, uh, he said that uh, it's just kind of a weird situation with baseball. I mean, this would be the equivalent. The way he brought it up was an NBA player scores 24 points a game, all of a sudden averaging eight points a game. Like it doesn't happen. You don't just drop down like that from year to year, but that's what Trey Turner's doing. So what in the world is going on with Trey Turner? He doesn't know, but what Kirkton actually said is he still believes Turner's going to hit 300 or close to it by the time the season's over. He's just got to get going now. So he has supreme confidence in Trey Turner. Like that was one of the more eye-opening statements he made uh, was saying that he still believes Trey Turner's going to hit 300 or like close to 300. So I don't know if you guys believe it, but Tim Kirkton believes that Trey Turner is going to pull out of this and soon and in a big way. So that's a, uh, a good way to look at this situation right now. If you believe the hall of fame baseball writer, I'm no hall of famer. So I'll defer to him. And then on the Kyle Schwarber front, we asked him about the June thing and why Kyle Schwarber is so good in June, the leadoff thing and why he's 
the Phillies win with him in the leadoff spot. And his main theme was baseball's weird. Uh, there's no way to explain some things that happen in the way in baseball. Like, why is Kyle Schwarber only good in June? Not only good in June, but why is he the best June hitter of all time? And Tim Kirkson was just like, it's just one of those weird baseball things. I don't know what to tell you. Maybe he feels more comfortable, but baseball's weird. There's no explanation for it, and this is just how Kyle Schwarber is. But he also said Kyle Schwarber would play for his team any day with the way he can hit the ball out of the ballpark and the type of offense he can create in a snap second. So feels good about Kyle Schwarber. Feels good about Trey Turner. Feels good about Rob Thompson. And overall, feels good about the setup in the National League of teams that are underperforming, teams like the Mets and the Padres, that you have an opportunity to go ahead. Uh, The Cardinals, um, less teams to chase down this year in the National League, so he still feels good about the Phillies' chances to make the playoffs and everything like that. So Kirkton, very high on the Philadelphia Phillies still, despite the early season struggles for them. And that's got to make you feel good as a Philadelphia Phillies fan to hear that a very smart baseball mind uh, not only loves the victory shirt that I'm wearing, but loves the Philadelphia Phillies chances still. So figured that'd be fun to share with you as we wrapped up today's Lock on Phillies. That's all for today's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. Hopefully the Phillies can play tonight, keep the momentum going, but uh, we will see. Either way, though, I will talk to you tomorrow on the next episode of Lock on Phillies, part of the Lock on Podcast Network, your team every day. And in the meantime, make sure you're rating and reviewing wherever you consume your podcasts and subscribing on the YouTube. I'd sincerely appreciate it. And I'll talk to you tomorrow on the next episode of Lock on Phillies.